where we talk about video games. I'm Ashley. I'm Gus. I'm Adam. I'm Ryan. And this episode, full disclosure, is super pre-recorded. We did not, we totally didn't just tape the previous episode. And we definitely didn't just change shirts to make it look like that wasn't the case. Yeah, my shirt's different if you can't tell it has words on it. <laughs> this shirt was in my car. This shirt was on my desk. <laughs> this shirt was in my purse. And it was in the Rooster store briefly, but I guess not anymore. Ah, no. Limited Damn. editions. Uh, so this is uh, this is holiday break. The studio shuts down um, for this week, and we're all playing kinds of crazy games. Are we closed all this week? We're not yeah, really, but not, no one shows up. No, no, oh, but yes. When, okay. On a day when a tech, like the entire tech department, can just leave and no one notices, yeah. we're basically shut down. Yeah, hmm. I notice. Yeah, I know you do. You, you guys are going to be here. Broadcast, uh, broadcast studio is going to be here. They will be the only ones. And they will be using puppets for all the shows. Nice. I don't. I don't know if I'm supposed to come in next week. I guess I'll find out. <laughs> uh, but uh, so this episode is going to run a little bit differently uh, because we are pre-recording. We can't talk about news quite so much. But you know what I think we can talk about is intention. Intention. Normally we'll we'll talk about like what we're playing and so on. And the future. But let's talk about what are you gonna play over the break. Oh boy. You, like this is like one of those great periods of the year where if you do have a break or if you're not sure if you're going to come into work, what you do is you just play video games and pretend it's work. I right? uh, I wish that, that was what I what I get to do. No, it's uh, as a... Why don't you just come into work anyway and play video games? That's basically, if I want to play video games, that'll be the, the, what I have to do because, no, my, uh, my kid's school is, is closed all next week. So uh, I think at the very least, for sure, Wednesday, I'll have to uh, be play dad simulator. So you got a co-op partner. It's, uh, it's it, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, mainly on, on the, some days my co-op partner has to also go to work. So it's just, uh, just me and the minions. Mm. I mean, you can train them. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's, Eli is already way into playing video games and is constantly trying to pull me into playing Lego, like mm. Lego Star Wars, Le Lego Super Heroes 2. Aww. that just came out. Yeah. That's nice. It is. <laughs> I mean, for a while. That's very nice. He's very good at him. It's it's. The, he, do you have to play the same ones over and over though? The, that's where it gets to. Is it's, it. it's like, all right, oh, we're gonna play that level again, huh? Kids don't. All right. Kids don't have that. They don't have the. They don't have a problem with repetition. Right. Mm -hmm. I played the same games for like years at a time. Yeah. My sister. This is like not video game related, but my sister watched <coughs> The Little Mermaid every day. Uh, it was every day for months, and then she did it again with Lion King. Mm. And to this day, in spite of enjoying both of those movies, I just can't watch them. <laughs> really? I just, there's something, uh, just they'll, they'll come you. on, and it is just, I have That's, now that Pavlovian response where I will just get super irritated. It's the exact <laughs> same with me. If I have to watch The Little Mermaid, or if I hear any Wilson Phillips song, I'm like, no. That's so <laughs> funny. I'm going to start playing The Little Mermaid I soundtrack. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I grew up watching the same movies over and over. Like, I can't tell you how many times I watched Star Wars and... Shrek was was like one that I watched every night for a good year. Oh yeah, look, I'm you a total Shrek hypocrite. I can yeah. watch Spaceballs anytime. <laughs> Spaceballs is great. It's yeah. just that those weren't my choices to watch, mm. and I had to watch them. Got it. They were on. They were part of my life every single day. Uh, ah. Some people did this with Pirates <laughs> of the the Caribbean. So really this good. is a this is very serious issues. I. I I guess that's why I hate musicals. My sister used to watch The Sound of Music, and I fucking hate musicals <laughs> now. Except Moana. That's, that one's all right. Uh, the thing is, I, he, he likes to play The Force Awakens um, Star Wars Lego game a lot, too. But it's I can't get him to watch the movie. Mm. Why? 
Because it's not made, it. out of, not made out of Lego. He doesn't want to watch it. I can't get him to watch Star Wars at all. He already knows the, like, the, the Darth Vader being Luke's dad totally. Give him a controller and see if he'll play the movie. Mm. Uh, has he watched the Lego movie? Yeah. No. What? Huh. Kid won't watch movies. He'll watch Ben 10. Mm. Mm. What's Ben 10? It's a cartoon. All right. And Teen Titans Go, which I've heard, heard is the, just the sad after leavings of Teen Titans. So you're going to be playing lots of Lego Star Wars. <coughs> lots of, uh, well, at least we, we've, we haven't finished uh, the new Marvel with superheroes 2, I think is what it's, it's the title of it. It's the new, essentially, like Avengers-esque game from Lego. Um, so we'll get, I'll finish that one. We just finished Power Rangers, which is a real piece of garbage. Oh, the new one? Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. That's I, awful. I, I can't remember her name. I like her as an actress, but she's not a good Rita Repulsa. Oh, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth oh, Banks, no, yeah. no, we didn't. Not the show. We, there's a power. There was a Power Rangers yeah. uh, side scroller game. Oh, game. He just finished saying he doesn't watch so, movies. So he yeah. plays video games. No, 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 no. So stupid. No, no, no. <laughs> I was not half stupid. There, That's, half not no, there. I, I know where you're going with it, but yeah, no, there was you. I don't blame you for not knowing that this game existed because it, it's. I did not. Know what this what game did it come out on? Xbox. Uh, I think most of the console releases. I think it it came out either. It may have been a year or two ago. It's weird. I, I love the, the SNES ones, and I didn't know anything about it. It's a side-scroller, beat-em-up. That's what those work. And does not work well. All right. Is it, uh, let's see, on what platform? Xbox One. Is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Mega Battle? Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's, uh, it is not nice. So not nice. Do you have plans you get, for playing games? Yeah, do you get any games to yourself? Uh, once everybody goes to bed, maybe. Uh, I'll probably play some more PUBG. Uh, I think I'm finally going to play Assassin's Creed. I still haven't played Assassin's Creed. I, I got yeah, this. This, this is the, uh, this this is the it. side it's scroller. Oh, that looks terrible. That looks like uh, Castle Crashers, kind of. Yeah, why would they do that? The problem with it, too, it's up to four-player co-op, but the really shitty thing, so basically at this point, you've now seen every that, enemy that was type a that you're going to fight. That was a Castle Crasher level. Um, and, uh, so it's just a reskinned Castle Crashers without it, the content? The main thing is the controls are just real And where the boys and the girls have the exact same bulge. <laughs> well, you know, it's feminism. That's what you get. That's uh, it's the Power Rangers. <laughs> the bulge comes with the Power Ranger suit. Guess uh, though, maybe they just make the suits roomy for. It's got a Metacritic a Metacritic score of forty six. I mean, basically, so it's really it's, well accepted. The shitty part of it is if like you're trying to, you know, it's one of those two D side games, so, but you've got to get on the same like plane with the enemies to be able to hit them, and it's very specific. So you're like, you'll be right next to them, and you're like, fuck, fuck. Fuck. Uh, and there's only like six enemy types, and the end of every level, is just like, I mean, it, it, boy, it really takes you back to Power Rangers, though, because the end of everything, it's like, let's call the Zords after the thing grows. <laughs> and then you're like, you turn into the shitty Zord version where it just fires cannons and you like blast a few little circles on it, and then it's like, now let's turn into the real Zord thing, and it turns into the robot thing, and you're just like, it's just like, everybody hits, it's like a quick time event, basically, where it's just like, X, X, B. Though I will say, super impressed with my six-year-old being able to nail those every time. Mm. He's really good at that. He's way better. When he is like hits his prime gaming age, he's going to be way better at video games than I ever was. Um, but uh, yeah, and that's it. You just you do the quick time event, and then it punches the thing, and it punches the thing, and then eventually it does the ultimate move and cuts it and kills it with a sword. Why don't they just start with that? They, they, they have to well, charge it's the it same, up, apparently. It's the same philosophy as like, why do bad guys send the weaklings instead of their mm. best troops at the Where? very beginning. Oh, the other... Like, if, if the bad guys just would send, like, 
their actual elite troops to wipe out wipe you out before you can level up everything will be fine yeah. yeah why do they send the mini monster down she knows she can make it grow from the beginning just jump straight to the big monster yeah and can she only do that like once a week what's the problem why not yeah, she, she send a, like seven she big monsters cool down, seven day cooldown uh till the next episode but the other shitty thing is sometimes you'll spawn in the level as a human and like, you have to like beat a bunch of shit up again very much like the series for some reason where they would just occasionally not decide to become power rangers for a while but yeah, they, you have to like just beat up <laughs> enough things to, to build up your energy bar, and once your energy bar is full, then you can turn into a uh, Power Ranger. But you can't do most of your abilities as a human, including some of the attacks that are necessary to defeat various enemies. So like you just the, have to punch on them. Like the bird things, the way you break their guard is you have to do like an uppercut move, but you can't do it as a human. Mm. <laughs> so the only thing you do is there's the only other alternative is that you can pick them up, but as a human, you can you pick them up and you just like put them down, whereas as a Power Ranger, you like slam them on the ground a few times. That's awesome. And if you die, you lose your entire energy bar. So you have to start Sounds over. like you really enjoy this game. It's real turd. <laughs> Don't buy... I'm hoping to play uh, Nier Automata. I picked that up Ooh, yesterday, nice. and with the intention of uh, playing that over the break. Yeah, <laughs> took the uh, took uh, soundtrack of the year, the Game Awards. Mm. Beautiful. I, I mean, the Yoko Taro is so weird. It's great. It's great. Uh, I'm gonna finish Okami. Uh, I'm, I want to play uh, Persona for uh, the. I want to play Dancing All Night. Oh. Although I, I'm really bad with the names of the Persona dancing games because they they've got there's dancing. All night. There's a dancing moon night. Dancing uh, some of the night. <laughs> yeah. Dance the night away. Dancing in the evening. Dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. Uh, but I want to. I want to play those, and um, I want to play. Uh, on my list is Reketeer. Okay. Because that was recommended by people who said it's uh, great and the, the whole item like? shop thing. Reketeer. Um, Reketeer. Like so, Wreck It Ralph, kind of, or. Uh, no, it's, um, it's R-E-C-C, I want to say, hold on, I'm going to do, do my best spelling, okay? R-E-C-C-A-T-E-A-R. How close did I get? Well, if this is correct, then you sort of close. Sort of close? That's the one. R-E-C-E-T-T-E-A-R. That's a 10 out of 10 on Steam. When did it come out? What? 2007? Yeah, it's not a, it's not a new game. Oh. How is this possible? It's been around a while. But, uh... I like the concept. I want to check it out. I haven't been playing on my PC as much lately, and I want to. I want to rectify that. Overwhelmingly positive. Ninety-eight percent. Sounds also, like something. Also, I still need to play Golf Story. That's a great game. Uh, if you want to play more on your PC, that sounds like the kind of thing that's prime for a New Year's resolution. We should talk about resolutions then. <laughs> <laughs> Because this is the last show of the year, uh, by when we all come back in the studio, it's going to be 2018, a new year for uh, for games, a new year for us, a fresh start. Time to do things differently. Hmm. So it's time for resolutions. Okay. Do you have any gaming resolutions? Yes. I need to finish a higher percentage of games that I purchase. Hmm. I, I, I can't tell you how many games I buy, and I can spend like... Like, Neo's a prime example of a game I spent. I have 55 hours of playtime in that game, and probably not that far from beating it, but I just put it down. Like, I get really distracted, and I'll never come back to a game. So, if I can finish, finish, <clears throat> I want to say, like, 75% of the games oh. that I buy, 
then it'll keep me from buying more games, and uh, I think I'll get more enjoyment out of it because I definitely like I feel accomplished when I beat a game. But this year, I can't even tell you like I probably beat three games this year, maybe four. I'm trying to think of all the games I've played, but like Legend there's a lot of games that don't have beating status either. Well, even just like a story mode, like yeah. Destiny, I'll count that because yeah. you know, uh, Destiny, Legend of Zelda. I played... Uh, Did you not beat Horizon Zero Dawn? I didn't even play it. I played it for like an hour or two. That's that. That's what That's what I'm going to play this week probably. Have you played the whatever. DLC yet? No, I've got to play that too. Um, Maybe that's what I'll do on my break. And that's all I can really think of. There's another indie game that I played and beat. There's a couple indie games, but like for the most part, I'll play a game for a significant chunk of time like Mario plus Rabbids. I got to the last world, loved it, Stop. Stop. Like it always happens. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me, um, but that needs to change... It's changed this year, so and I, I, I especially got to stop doing it with games that I like really enjoy and play like dozens of hours and then just quit for no reason. Mm. Um, I had a thing uh, with games, and I, I still have it. It's something I'm trying to change about myself, uh, where I similarly would be really enjoying a game, and then I would stop playing it like right before the end. But the reason I would do that is it's really stupid. It's one of those things where if you talk to yourself about it, you know that it's dumb, but you're still doing it. I would stop playing games because I don't want the experience to be over. Uh, oh, that's weird. Because if there's a little bit left to go, then it's not over. Okay. That's super weird. And, no, I, and I, it primarily happens with games that I'm really enjoying. Uh, and it's like there are dozens of games just littered through my past where... I've done that, and then when I finally <coughs> worked up the resolve to go back and beat them, I had forgotten everything about the game. Yeah, that's including tough. including the like the combat, what I was doing, what I needed to be doing, um, how to play it well, and I'd play and go, and then put it down again, and then it never got finished. One of the of the games that I always felt was just shamefully overlooked, Kingdoms of Amalur. I knew that's exactly what you were gonna say. Yep. I am right at the end, and uh, several months ago, I, I went and I picked it up, and I was like, I'm finally going to do it. No, she didn't do it. Do it. Nope. Damn. Nope. I, I don't know how to play it anymore. I got my sweet blade what, what are you, around like it, this. Aside and, from Kings of, Kingdoms of Amalur, what, is your, what are your like top three biggest regrets that you never finished? Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Hold on. I'm going to need a second to think about that because okay. I got a lot of regrets. I, 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 did, I, I don't do that a lot, but I do park at the end of games a lot thinking, mm-hmm. like, I want to get everything done on this character before I complete it. It happened to me in Dark Souls, where I parked for two years at the end with my first character, and I just started ended up starting new characters rather than going and finishing all the stuff, because I'm afraid like I'll miss something, especially on games where there's a new game plus and you can continue that character. Like I don't want to miss something the first time through. Um, that's a big fear of mine, but I, I think the only game I've ever done what you're talking about is Bioshock. I got to the very end, and I was like, I'm going to wait. I really like this game. And then I waited a year. I have a real problem with doing that with Bethesda games. Like, I, I've i never beaten Skyrim, like the main plot line of Skyrim. I played so many hours in that game. Yeah. I just got to the point where I was like, it's, I'm done. Yeah. Because uh, the main plot line was almost sort of ancillary to the enjoyment of that game. I also did it with Fallout 4, but that was because I looked ahead and I was like, none of these endings mean shit to me. Mm. That was like, one of the. They just had all crap endings. So. Fallout 4 was one that I was like, I need to, to force myself to beat this game or I'll do that. And that was the only Bethesda game I've ever beaten. And I think I, especially if I have a game on PC and I'm playing it all on PC, where it's like with Xbox, I might 
forge on through because like, well, there'll be an achievement at the end of it. And mm -hmm. it's just like, even though that's a tiny, tiny little... Little carrot. Yeah, it's, I, I don't care that much, but just enough to be like, scratch that little like completionist itch. Mm -hmm. But on PC, it's like, eh. Yeah. It's, I, I don't need to power through this for any reason. I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think I've ever set aside a game. Like if I'm close, I'm just like, I'm just gonna finish it. No, really? I've, I've got a couple. A I've got, um, I'm just like looking at some of the <clears throat> some of the more recent games in my library. Hyperlight Drifter. Okay. Um, I got like almost and was like, mm, put, that, hard. put that back. Um, uh, where is it? Uh, Transistor. Really? As oh, well. you never finished that? No, I was I was enjoying it so much. I don't want it to be done. It's got done. a great. It, I it's, don't want to be done. You should finish it. I know, I know. But now, uh, I so I did go back and start playing it again, and I was like, I completely forgot because the way that game works with you like augmenting abilities with like different abilities, and it all completely changes how it functions. I forgot all the fine mm. details of that. I know I'm disappointed with myself too. I know. I'm sorry, Gus. Uh, I let that, us that down. That game, he's, so he's it's, it's, it, did anyone else finish it? Did you guys ever finish it or yeah. play that? I, I played, I played the, half of it. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's been a couple of years, so <laughs> small transistor spoiler if you care. Um, the ending ties in very nicely to the beginning. It's a, it's, it, it all it becomes very circular, and you realize. I tell you what, I will commit <laughs> to, to finishing it over a break. You should. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see like what else do I have on here. I, I never beat. I also never beat Black Flag. Oh, that game's so fucking good. I know. I played a lot of it, and just I think it was one of those things where what comes up a lot for us is you know, we you will have to play a game for like yeah glitch please or for at the time it was Game Club or for work like I have to start playing Grinded Destiny or something because I didn't play Black Flag till way after it came out. Um, so something else just came up and just took me away from it, and then it's it's hard to re-enter the Assassin's Creed worlds because mm -hmm. there's so much going on. Yeah. Same thing with Syndicate. I haven't beaten Syndicate yet, and that was a pretty decent Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, I'm scrolling through a lot of games here. This actually <coughs> relates to my resolution, um, and it's related to your resolution, but I'm I'm approaching it from the other direction, which is I'm going to not buy games until I'm ready to play the game. Mm. I I have been. Fortunate enough where like I you know I can buy a bunch of stuff on a steam sale and be like I'm I want to play this I do I'm gonna pick it up while it's 40% off um, But I don't have to do that and I'm gonna try and stop doing that Because I just end up with this huge list of games that is great and I know it's great and I want to play these games, but I Don't end up playing mm -hmm. and so I'm gonna try to hold myself back rein myself in a little bit and buy the game when I'm ready to sit down and actually play it. Mm -hmm. And not not buy anything predictably. Mm -hmm. Because it's financially not sound. It's like <laughs> it's silly. On the one hand, I've supported all these but developers. It's on sale. Yes, I know it's that mentality, right? But uh, I want to that I want to maybe that way get it to the point where I buy a game, I play a game, I finish the game, then mm -hmm. I play another game. Move on. Yeah, I feel like I get a little bit scattered. It's between between stopping playing a game that I'm enjoying uh, and buying all these games. So like there are so many options, but I'm not focusing properly. Uh -huh. I, I want to get past that. I feel like I can be. I feel like I can be a better gamer if I if I can just <laughs> fix my brain mm -hmm. and the way I do things. I think for me, I want to play more games on the PC and less games on console. Mm -hmm. I think. 
2017 has been a year where that has started for me and I play a lot more on PC. And I was looking, you know, Xbox has that year in review that you can look at. And I only played 201 hours of games on the Xbox platform this year, which I don't think is that much. It says the... Uh, oh, God. Where do you look at that number? I'll, I'll send uh, you a link. The average uh, hours played in this region is 219 hours. Um, so I'm, I'm even below average. But I'm, I want to move that even more to, uh, to PC. I just uh, sent you a Slack with that link. This is, this is how, much, how, much would, how, many, how much would you say you play games? I play games just, I mean... I don't, I, I don't play as much as I want to. I probably play an hour every day. Right, Maybe okay. two, then the, the, at minimum, then some days, you know, like on the weekends, I'll ramp up and play a lot more. I feel like my game time has become more and more limited, and I need, like, it's not my mm -hmm. resolution to change that, but no. I, 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 I need to play more too. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to watch, like, too much TV and movies, yeah. like, there's other stuff that distracts me. Too much yeah. content. Like, recreation, yeah. Hobby-wise, yeah. difficult. I, I get really bingy, where I'll go through a phase where I'll spend a hundred hours playing one game. Over the course of like two weeks, yeah. and I'm barely sleeping, and I, you know I'm not do I'm I'm coming to work, I'm doing that, I'm going home, I'm playing this game until I go to bed, and then I get up and do it all again the next day, and it's just it's very very bingey. Like I have trouble stopping myself in the middle of something where I'm like, yeah, right up until I completely stop myself. Mm -hmm. uh, but then uh, maybe the next week I will play. Nothing of games. I will read three books. Hmm. Like you know, I go very, very bingy. In fact, I was just, uh, I've, and I've been balancing that slightly better. Uh, I just reread uh, all of the books that are out from uh, from uh, Brandon Sanderson in the Stormlight Archive because oh, Oath, Oathbringer came out. I started reading Oathbringer, which is the third book in the series. They're all very meaty books. Uh, yeah, I like got pages yeah, I got like five pages into it and was like, and went and started back at the beginning yep. because I had read through them. And they're these, they're great rides. Like you can just like read and read and read. And the world is really unique and well built out. And the characters are all very engaging. And that you can just read all the way through and you never get bored. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. I binged all the way back through one and two and then read Oathbringer. And they're commitments. Mm -hmm. So I was having to mentally pull myself back from spending all my time just reading those books and actually like play some games too. You know, mix it up a little bit. Watch a Christmas Reading's movie. Reading's good for you there. though. That's good. I do like reading. I really enjoy reading. All right. So this year I had a uh, 7,430 gamer score. That's pretty low. That's pretty low. Uh, my most played game was Rainbow Six Siege. Which is, that's pretty surprising, because GTA 5 <coughs> is, is number two, Destiny 2 is, or sorry, GTA 5 is number two, Destiny 2 is number three, Lego Marvel is number four, that's entirely <laughs> because of Eli. Uh, I had 356 total achievements, uh, and I had, I'm in the top 2% of gamer score and achievements, uh, top 8% of hours wait, wait, played. Uh, wait, top 2% lifetime, or was getting 7,000 top 2% for the year? For the year. Huh. My total hours played, and again, remember, I'm in the top 8% of people played, so that means there's there's a significant number of people above this. Yes. 859 hours. Dude, that is 35 days of game time. Now, remember... Did you just do that math in your head, like... No, I was, while he was doing this, I punched him. He saw Now, that is you said you did. spread across multiple, uh, you know, times when I probably left it 
just on. Oh, I don't sure. know how it that's counts. Still, but, that's, but that doesn't include PC game time. Does not. Just Xbox alone. That's 10% of your life and this year has been video games. It doesn't include that's all awesome. the time I played zero, zero Dawn. I'm jealous. PUBG. PUBG yeah. is PC. Man, uh, I, I am my, genuinely jealous of that. My, well, my, that's what I, a lot of that's work. My, that's, most, my most played game great. was Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh. oh. Ouch, dude. Who are you anymore? Yeah. That is. I told you I finished it. Uh, yeah, no, I know. How many hours did that I take? know, but it doesn't that, break it down that way. That much. really sinks in a bit. Then number two, Stardew, Stardew Valley. Valley. Mm. Yeah, right, good for you. Good for you in that Stardew. Man, I uh, did you see the they were teasing the new Stardew content some more? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna add in respecking, which is pretty cool because if you um, as you develop through Stardew Valley. Uh, you say you build your farming level up. At some point, you get a choice. Do you want to be better? Um, do you want to be more efficient with crops, or do you want to be more efficient with animals? And then you get another fork later on. Like, uh, do you want to get your your bird products? Do you want them to be worth more, or do you want to get more money from wool? You know, okay. I don't remember the exact things, but basically there are these these forking development paths, and there are a couple of them that they seem like a good idea at the time. <clears throat> But late game are absolutely worthless. Ah. So um, I I made one or two bad decisions, and I'm really looking forward to fixing them. Not Good. being stuck with them forever. Yeah. Uh, and then they're also teasing like I don't know, new underwater something or other. We'll Maybe see. Maybe a submarine. Who knows? But I'm excited about that. Good game to spend a lot of time in though. Yeah. Yeah. Super great game. Love that game. Did you have a resolution? I haven't said it yet. Uh, my resolution is to to spend. Go back and really dig back into VR content. Like I, I walked away from it a lot. Um, I, but now with all the new technologies coming out, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to try and recommit to playing a lot of games. I've got a lot of games in VR that yeah. I've just never touched. Um, I sort of fell off that train too, and I'm kind of wondering where to, like, what's come out in the past year that's really noteworthy. Yeah, was, like well, I that's played, what I'm going to find out. Like probably the last. Big chunk of VR I played was Arizona Sunshine, which is probably a year. That's <laughs> a great game, and the wireless adapter does make the device feel more comfortable and lighter. Like it's it's way you wouldn't you're not, think you're not the weight pulled, of yeah the weight of the cable is noticeable. I don't when you I don't remove it. You. I don't think it's something I'm going to spend three hundred bucks on. I think I'll can you come try it out in my office. You yeah, I'll try, it out. try it out. Uh, I bought one. I, I picked it up mm. just because it's anything to make it more or, or less. Physically unpleasant to play mm-hmm. is is worth it to me. Nothing, nothing about that will change the amount that I sweat in that thing, though. Like you say that, but it actually does a little bit. It well, if it reduces, bit. if it can reduce the weight, then it yeah. might introduce. Uh, it might reduce how much it's. You don't understand. Like pressing down. I've on seen you. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Gilby is a, yeah. is a You're a sweat monster. Oh my god, dude! I sweat in in like. If it's freezing outside, I'll just be sweating for no reason. Oh. It's it sucks. Like, I am the I'm. The opposite. Bring You're on like 90 degrees, and I'm like, oh. Yes, <laughs> I mean, if go. I put a Vive on for like five minutes, the whole it's the, like the first 20 minutes of Vive play for me, Does I'm it doing fog up inside. That's the thing. Is the first 20 minutes, I'm doing that thing where I'm like wiping off the, the lens. Every <coughs> it's it's a very it's really shitty to get into for me Isn't because there an anti-fog coating or like spray. Th- those things never work, and oh, I don't okay. want to ruin my just my do what they do with uh, with like snorkel mask and just <laughs> yeah spit on it spit in it or uh, they especially the work one. I think they also use. Um, baby shampoo, something. Mm. There's got to be something that can fix that, right? But I mean, but on top of that, it's like I'm just anytime that thing's on me, it's like a ring of sweat and grossness. It's it's rough. It's definitely rough. 
One time I was in it for too long and I took it off and there was like black foam that had, de <laughs> that had deteriorated on my face. I had to replace one of the foam headsets on <laughs> that I had after you used it. Through. Oh, because <laughs> of me? Yeah. Oh my God. So offended. I That's why I, I was like, I, no, no, I understand. I I've guess, seen it. I guess I won't try yours out. No, I, it, <laughs> it's, it's got leather. Now. It's, it's like got leather. leather now. Nice. That's why I got leather. it. Leather. Uh, yeah. <gasps> oh no. I can't believe I, I forgot to bring it this morning. My other resolution is not gaming related, but I want to work on a new scale project. I finished my first scale project. I was project. about to bring that oh. up. It looks awesome. I was gonna, I was gonna bring it to talk on Did last week's episode that we recorded like an hour ago. Yeah, hold on, let me show you a picture. I'm gonna send it to broadcast because yeah, I'm really proud of this. It looks great. Um, but my, that's my other thing is a, not gaming related, but it's very nerdy. Is I want to make, um, I want to make a scale mail like shoulder thing with a choker attachment. Oh, there yeah. we go. That's there awesome. You go. No, that's Yay. awesome. That's pretty cool. So I, I had to learn both uh, scale yeah, knitting, scale mail which is different, and uh, a European four-in-one knit for that. And like I'm having to like find jewelry fastenings. Turns out, by the way, it's really hard to do a jewelry clasp with one hand. So I'm having to get like magnetic things, and uh -huh. I've learned a lot. I think my next one's going to be way better. I'm going to do it in champagne color. Mm, that's awesome, man. So um, hopefully. Since I failed so terribly to bring this in, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, mostly I'm sorry to myself because I really wanted to show it off because even though in it's really amateur, I was really proud of it. Sure. Uh, but uh, maybe for the first episode of the new year, I will have a completed scale project that I can bring in and actually remember. God damn it. I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> <sighs> sorry, what was being said? You know you get that, that revelation. You're like, yeah. oh my God. Your, I, your brain. I completely broke in and I disrupted all conversation. I apologize. No, it's fine. I apologize. And we were just talking, talking about, about how uh, VR sweaty is sweaty. VR. Sweaty yep. VR. Me sweaty. VR sweaty. <laughs> Terrible. But fun. It is fun. God, super hot VR is so fun. I don't have it. You should play it. Is it still only, is no. it on Vive now? Yes. Have you no. played Thumper? No. Worth it. Yeah, that game seems really Thumper? intense Thumper, in yeah, terms it's, of uh, audio. Uh, yeah, you remember um, before Harmonix was doing. Um, what just happened? Are you? I think, I think he's about to I'm sneeze. Okay. You sneeze? Pull it back. We're good. Wow. Uh, before they were doing the like the rock band games, uh, they had a frequency and amplitude mm -hmm. where yeah. you're uh, running along this track and you're do you know the you switch tracks and do the buttons and they're handling mm -hmm. all the different instruments. So think of it in that vein where you're on a track um, and the different actions you take affect the sound, but it's things like turning, like you'll like uh, like bang to the left or bang to the right, or you'll hit something as you as you <coughs> go across it. Uh, and so it's uh, musical in that regard. But imagine one of those experiences in VR. It's intense. Hmm. Isn't it also combat? Like they call it musical combat? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's so it's, uh, it's rhythm based, uh, but it's really cool. Highly recommend it. Uh, we've been playing it via uh, PSVR, which is Bernie's new favorite, mostly because it's super easy. It's like once we got it set up, it's mm -hmm. don't even need to worry about it. With the one really annoying exception that we're having trouble getting the move controllers to charge, you can't plug them into a USB plug in the wall. We seem they need a brain. We seem to have to be plugging them into the PS4. Yep. They won't charge without it, which is a very weird. Very, very weird. Yeah, they, they have to be talking to the PS4, or I think they need something like a, like a, that has a CPU in it. They need some computer. Regardless, I disapprove, I and that's too. very serious. Also, those you can get a little uh, uh, display stand here. 
that uh, you can plug your in. yeah you can hang your headset on you can charge well maybe we'll do that because right now like our our ps4 is concealed so oh, having to like nice. run a bunch, like keep a bunch of stuff in there, it's already messy with the VR headset. Mm -hmm. uh, so having to plug a bunch of cables and have it all like feed out through the hole is is really silly. So not a fan of that. Mm. But other than that, the, uh, the PlayStation VR is everyone in the family is finding it the most comfortable, very convenient, um, and you know it's nice to just like sit down, you know, and, and mm -hmm. play as opposed to needing to set up the entire other room for the vibe. But we might actually try out that wireless solution and see if that makes the vibe. Well, that's kind of what I'm, I'm ex interested to experiment with is right now I'm kind of limited to having to be right next to my computer, which the range is not great. So you still have to be pretty close, but that could easily mean that, you know, the computer can have a permanent setup somewhere and then you can just take your wireless setup. You still have to have the lighthouses, but those are... See, that... That's the only thing is that I can't leave my vibe set up because my cat will chew all the cables. Uh, I came back and one of them was chewed. Have through. you have you considered you like some taping your cat's mouth shut? No. I, well, what, you, if you get a, what if you get a cute little cat mouth? He's some little cable trick. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm, sure I'm sure that's a reasonable Lecter esque. He thing. doesn't like little, nothing. Little, little tiny ball gag. <laughs> and anytime you try to prevent him from doing something, he'll want to do it more. Mm. Ah. So there's nothing to stop him. I, he was chewing on the corners of my presents under my tree. So I took like a little bit of hot sauce, like Cholula, on a paper towel, and I dabbed all the corners so that he wouldn't like. The, if he got a taste of it, he'd be like, "Ah, all of them are chewed now." He likes hot sauce. He like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, have you tried putting <clears throat> double-sided tape on the corners? He loves tape. He loves chewing on it. Whoa. What? He loves anything. Oh, right. it's a Time bangle, right? It's a bangle. Time yeah. to go yeah. aluminum Demon foil. Cat. You also can't spray water on them yeah, to no. tell them no. Yeah. yeah. No, he is. Uh, and he, like, if you. If you if he does something that you don't like and you give him any form of attention, positive or negative, he'll do it more. So like, yeah, Bengals are a special so kind of cat. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm currently that's that I've always wanted one. Mm. I'm, you, sh you shouldn't. I'm currently in the process of uh, <laughs> of trying to to leash train him. He's harness trained, but leash training is something that like he's very scared of the leash. He thinks it's a snake. Mm. So <laughs> turns on Tasmanian devil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do we have any other resolutions? Uh, no, just more PC gaming. PC Master Race. Yep. Uh, converted. Not buying games until I actually am ready to play them. It's on you, Gilby. We're summary. Yeah, we're reaffirming. Oh, reaffirming. I want to finish more of them games. It's a good one. Yeah. VR. I'm going to recommit to VR. Going to have a ceremony and everything. I'm, I'm I'm feeling really good about where we are going as gamer uh, gaming humans I hope, this next year. I hope I can make it happen, man. I feel like adulting is hard, and adulting is weekends hard. are not just sit down and play ten hours of video games. It's wake up, go do stuff, do chores. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have kids? Go shop. I'm not gonna oh. have kids. It's Long too much already. It is. Go, it's go so much go, more. Go do errands. Errands in Austin take three hours because of do. traffic. They really do. That's a huge chunk <laughs> of the day gone. Then by the time I get home, it's like I have like a couple hours still have to cook dinner. This is hard. Life's hard. Well. And then you die. At, at, look, you guys, we're being optimistic right now. <laughs> yes. No, I'm going to do it. We're heading into 2018 on a high note. We have resolutions that are going to mm -hmm. make us better. And we're going to acknowledge some of the best of 2017. All right. All right. You guys want to talk about your? We're gonna do. I don't have a name for the glitches for good, but let's talk about good games. Oh yeah, that's right. R.I.P. Good game. It's screenplay now. It's. Oh. Um, uh, so 
last episode we talked about some of the worst games of 2017. Some of them were either like the big flops, the worst microtransactions, um, big disappointments with the overhyping. But it's not all bad. There's really great games there were a lot that of come great out games. as well. So many games that it's actually really difficult to uh, boil it down. And I always feel a little bit bad about uh, Game of the Year uh, because when you go like, this was the one best game of the year, so many games are so different mm -hmm. and everyone ha wants something different out of games. It can be hard to come to a consensus and say this one is objectively better than anything else ever. Uh, so what I'd like us to do is talk about our personal games of the year. What engaged you the most? What was your best gaming experience and why? It's a very personal thing. But at the very least, maybe we can come away with very strong recommendations for people with similar play styles who may have given uh, your game of the year a skip. Cool? Yep. Cool. Gus? Uh, I think, I mean, I had many games that I loved this year. Many, many. But I think the game I would have to pick for me personally, and I don't think it would be for everyone, is PUBG. Well, it is officially <laughs> out. It hit 1.0, so yeah. you are good. It came out in 2017. But it is, it, I don't think it's... Like the best, obviously there's no narrative, right? Like there was narrative games that I loved this year. Well, but there's a narrative every match. Yes. And you mm -hmm. like that over Horizon? It's the game I've invested the most time in. Like Horizon is why I'm torn. Like yeah. if I was, if my other choice would be Horizon because the narrative was so strong, but I've spent way more time in PUBG. Mm -hmm. Like thinking about it nonstop for, I mean, when did I pick? I bought it in May. So for like seven months now. How many hours do you have clocked? Uh, it's like a little, I've played more PUBG than I've played Xbox total in the year. It's like, it's over 200 hours. That's not that surprising, but I think you have, you've got to have more than 200 hours in PUBG, right? Yeah, so I'm saying. Like I've, I've played more yeah. uh, time uh, of Battlegrounds. Um, and and uh, on the flip side, talking about Horizon, it's the only PlayStation game I've ever platinumed. Because that's, right. that's how much I loved that game. So I'm really split between those two, but I would have to pick PUBG. It's, it's definitely the game that I spent the most time in, and I've loved it. What is it about PUBG that sets it above <laughs> and apart from any other Battle Royale experience or like multiplayer? Yeah, there's there's Fortnite, which is out, is, is available and free. it's free. Uh, and the, the distinguishing mechanic of Fortnite is that because it's Fortnite, they also have a building mechanic mm -hmm. in their Battle Royale. Uh, but PUBG is... The evolution of Brendan Green's vision. It's just the, I think for me, it's like the escalation in the tension throughout the match. Like, mm -hmm. and, and then every match can be a little different, right? Like you start and you're like, all right, this match I'm just going to fuck around. I'm going to do these things. And then like things start working or, you know, you start finding things you need. And then, you know, by the end of the match, I'll be sweating. You know, by if, you know, when you're down to like the top 10, like worried about like how you're going to do. And I've never experienced that level of stress and excitement that's in a why, video game before. That's why I can't play it. I'm already studying it <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the, like the, you know, the first time I got in the top ten, you know, I thought my heart was going to be beat out of my chest, and uh, just like the learning curve, like it, it seems like it's all very simple, very easy on the surface, and then as you play more and more, you're like, oh, you, you start to read like what different things mean, like why is there a gun here but no ammo, or why is the door opened out and not in, or you know, like all these little things. And in the early days, it was, when in the early access days, the cars always spawned in a certain direction. Like, why is the car not facing the right direction? Right, it means that someone has brought this car here, right. or someone has been here before. Yeah, or, well, you know, what are the sounds that you hear? Oh, that's, you know, a specific gun. It's firing, you know, in this direction, or not, not in this direction. What do, you, what do you think it is about those type of games that really bring out the stress in, in 
like the stress and adrenaline while playing because I I had the like I only played a little bit of PUBG, but I had similar experience where I, I got to the like number four <clears throat> and I was like I'm gonna die, like I can't do this. Yeah, like in my head I have to tell myself like I earned it. I'm here. I'm just as good as these other people. There's no re like you have to like calm yourself down and like, you, like give yourself re that right reassure yourself like I've I've killed plenty of people. But what is it like? You've already played t dozens of of multi competitive multiplayer games, maybe ones that are all free for all. Like what mm -hmm. is it? Like, it's like uh, seeing the goal, like having it within reach, and it's not like it's a huge time. But I mean, it's a, it's a time investment, right? Like 30 minutes maybe for a full match, but you want to make sure that like that time pays off. Yeah. Do you feel because this is the game where you go in with nothing, you're all on equal footing. Uh, but you have to, you have to scavenge. You have to see what mm -hmm. you can find, and then that determines really how you have to play for the rest of the match. Does any of that feel luck based as you're oh, doing it? It's luck based or, as hell. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there, you you have to have good jobs. You have to have find certain things. You can mitigate that with skill, but ultimately luck will help you quite a bit. Does that help you when you uh, if you are not getting a great round? You didn't get a level three helmet. It, you didn't get the things you need, and then you die, and you're like, oh, whatever, I got crap stuff anyway. Yeah, but I mean, there's also a flip side to that, because I've definitely watched chicken dinners where it's like, I didn't find anything but melee weapons the first five minutes of a game. And then it's like, you just through your luck changing. Persistence. Yeah. And you don't give up right away. It's yeah. like, you, you keep working at it, and you're like, okay, well, I found a, a pistol. I'm going to use that now. And then you like work your way up, and you can still you can still turn it around. You're never, you're never really out until... Until you're until, out. Until you're out. Until yeah. someone shoots you. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's probably not going to be a huge <laughs> surprise to anyone, but it's Persona 5. I don't know if any of these will be surprises. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of uh, you know, a couple episodes ago when we were talking about uh, the Game Awards nominees, um, I was I was weighing up what I would like, what I would recommend um, as far as like a game of the year, and um, I passed up on Persona 5 at the time because I was trying to think of what would appeal to the most people because I re realized that uh, Persona has a bit more of a niche appeal. But because this is my personal award, this is the game that uh, I engaged with the most heavily the year. I loved Breath of the Wild. I loved Horizon. I, I loved uh, Stardew Valley out on Switch. I loved a lot of experiences, but Persona 5 hit me like a freight train. And part of that Maybe that I had not played a Persona game before, so I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't know what the series staples were. It was all this really insane new experience for me. And uh, it did take a little while to get going. At first, I was a schoolboy being framed by some douchebag for saving a lady and being shipped off to, I don't know, some person who's going to take care of me, but clearly didn't want me around, and I was going to just live above his shop, whatever. And I was thrown a little off kilter by the, the story setup, but then it, it gets going and you start to get into the, the metaverse and it gets, like the, the momentum picks up and from there it was, I was just completely lost. Uh, you know, I was, again, barely sleeping. I wasn't playing anything else. I was just hoping for excuses to leave early from work so I could <laughs> go home and just play that game more. And um, it was, a great experience for me. I love turn-based JRPGs, and I've been sad to some degree to see the Final Fantasy franchise, which is was you know is one of my favorites, go more in the, the direction of action. 
Yeah. And uh, so going back, being turn-based, having, uh, you know, a class-based and, you know, your the, the persona that you have changes your abilities. And I was like, oh, my God, it's like the dress fear system, except weird. Uh, all of that stuff I really, really loved. And the art style, the soundtrack, there was nothing about it that I could point out and say, this is bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see why some people would... Uh, lose patience with the uh, switching between the combat of the of the the metaverse and the um, the going to school and <coughs> managing your day to day life and building relationships. I can see why people wouldn't dig that, but I loved it. So <laughs> for me, um, Runaway of the Year it got me so into the Persona series that I immediately went and played uh, Persona Four Golden. Mm-hmm. I picked up a Vita so that I could play it. And I don't regret And no one should have to touch a Vita for any reason. Actually, you know what? <laughs> From a hardware perspective, the Vita is really great. It just didn't get support, and the, the memory card cost was really stupid. Yeah. I wonder if that one factor killed it. Because they're, they're extraordinarily expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've gotten more expensive over time or if that's just <coughs> held, but it's stupid. Yeah. All because it's basically an SD card with a slot in it. Mm-hmm. So stupid. Uh, but uh, Persona 5 for me, hands down. I, I can't say enough good things about it. I saw on Twitter that Miles is trying it again. Oh, yeah, I saw he's, that. Yeah. He's one of those, uh, uh-huh. he, he's very um, action-based. He has a short attention span, so he likes a lot of things happening very quickly and with a lot of spectacle. I don't know if he's going to be able to stick with Persona because it does start as a bit of a slow mm-hmm. burn, and he may not like turn-based combat. And if that's the case... Not for you. <laughs> not for you, and that's fine. But I loved everything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I quite got to the point in that game where it got out of the tutorial mode. Like I was in, I was doing the. I think I got to the first time where it's like you have two weeks or something to mm. to prepare for this battle, and that's where I stopped. I think I should give it another shot because I love the theme and I love the gameplay and everything like that. Like it does capture like Japan and Japanese anime like really well, and I kind of want to see more of it. But yeah, once you get into that first palace the the pace picks up yeah and you do now that you've got like this deadline it gives you a sense of urgency mm-hmm. to get the most out of every day and to plan appropriately and build everything up to a point that you can do it by the deadline and you so you I get that sense of impending doom as every day ticks over and I get one fewer days to try and get through it yeah that maybe that gives me the sense of urgency enough mm-hmm. whereas as opposed to miles is is more like like immediate action. So I'm yeah. not sure, but I love it. Give it a try. Yeah, for me, probably will. Thanks. What's uh, your What's your favorite game? Um, it's It's kind of tough. I, <clears throat> I, it's probably Breath of the Wild. Mm. Um, I don't think much else has come out this year that, especially in terms of playtime, that has come close. Um, revisiting Neo made me realize how much I really like that game, but because I never beat it, I can't really say that was my favorite. But Breath of the Wild might be my favorite game in like since Dark Souls, like in years. Mm. And that's saying something. High praise. You yeah. really like it, Dark Souls. It, it is, uh, and, and having played the DLC uh, over the past couple weeks, I can definitely recognize a lot more flaws with it, but just as a, as like, as an open world game to be so fresh in terms of being able to climb on anything, being able to like, feel a sense of adventure as you go through it. Like even even now, like going back, I was like, I'm just gonna walk over there and see what's on top of this thing. And I walked on top of a mountain I'd never climbed before and sure enough, found a Korok. I was like, this is, how did I never find this? Mm-hmm. And I like glided for like an, an hour down off the mountain. It was like so much fun. It feels so, like, it feels like such an adventure. Um, and 
you know, going through that reminded me how when you're beating a shrine, you don't have to beat it by the rules. Like, you can be creative mm -hmm. with the physics and the tools they give you. Abuse it. Yeah. They like, like it. It's great. Like, you can you can put a bomb under this platform and then launch yourself way too high and then be able to get to wherever you want instead of, like, following whatever the confusing puzzle was, <laughs> um, which is, you know, good and bad. But, I mean, eh, there's so much to it. Like, there's so much game there. The only part that I found disappointing was the Divine Beasts. The, mm. the, the dungeons did not feel the greatest, but... Like visiting all the all the towns, had like I felt like they had their own specific flavor. Um, like the desert felt like a really fun open desert. Getting to ride around on seals, like it, it, every area felt like you were doing something unique and like it felt really loved and cared for. And it felt handcrafted. Yeah, and because it was and I artisanal didn't have any problem jumping back into it for the DLC for like 25 hours, and I loved it. So that's definitely gonna be Breath of the Wild for me. Cool. Well, you skipped over it. But I'll show it some love. Uh, Zero Dawn, absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, a great game. As much as I love PUBG, um, it just it took me to an interesting world that I was really engaged in. It was uh, a place that I wanted to. There was a mystery running through it that I wanted to understand what had happened and how things had come to be as they were. Um, and it was it was nicely paced to kind of uh, let that story unfold. Um, had a lot of like just your collector crap that you could. Invest in felt like it, but it wasn't really necessary in any way to do. Um, and it, it set up, uh, a, you know, a lot of hope for me that there'll be future games in that series mm -hmm. that I can it's, go back and enjoy it again. The the narrative was told so well. Normally, I'll listen to some audio logs, yeah. and it's not a big priority. But I felt like all the audio logs in that game were so mm -hmm. uh, riveting. Like I wanted to, I wanted to hear all of it, especially like. When you get to the grave horde, where it's mm -hmm. like these soldiers have left audio locks, or like they're making their last stand, they know that the machines are gonna win. It's like they're trying to like be jovial and keep their spirits up, and then you hear like the progression. It's like, oh, the battle has started. We're losing. We're losing. You know, there's no way none of us are gonna make it out of this alive. Mm -hmm. It's like you know all that you know didn't happen, and in the game it happened. Who knows? You know, mm -hmm. an undetermined amount of time in the past, but it's still really compelling. And you can it, as you. You're walking through the scene of that battle too, so you're you're seeing the aftermath as they're telling you the story of what happened. Uh, but I mean, that's a that's a huge part of it. But also the stuff that happens in real time is also really really interesting. And <coughs> I mean, giant robot dinosaurs. <laughs> I like I like the technology of it. The inventory management was complete shambles. Yeah, that's like, the worst many, part of the game. The weapon management was was awful. Uh, there were some weapons I never used. I was like, that's a pain in the ass. I yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah, the, the, a lot of in the, the how you went about unlocking some of them was was occasionally kind of annoying. But uh, aside from that, though, it was just such a strong title, mm -hmm. um, and I'm looking forward to playing the did DLC. You, okay, I was gonna say, did you play the first? Haven't yet, but I'm going to. Cool. It's an amazing game. I, probably, I tell I tell everyone that it is worth getting a PS4 for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's probably the one that I'll I'll play over this break. I wanna yeah. wanna get back into it. So good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's also I think the. Especially admirable because it's such a departure from what the developers have done before. Mm -hmm. It was uh, gorgeous. And, and in, it didn't feel like a first attempt at the genre. It felt like a veteran effort. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, which, which says a lot because those, are, those games, they, they made it look easy to be like that masterful. But it's not. There are a lot of games that try something and like that and, and fail, and yeah. they did such a great job. I'm looking forward to. Uh, hopefully, like you said, they revisit this and have future games. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing 
how they refine that inventory management and how they grow uh, from this. Because it hopefully can only get better. All I ask is that they don't uh, <coughs> do what they did with uh, Dragon Age and just uh, dumb down the inventory system so it's it, to a stupid level. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so we've got some resolutions. We have our favorite games of the year. It's a good, it's a good note to end on. Yes. I think that uh, 2018 is going to be a pretty awesome year. We've got a lot of uh, highly anticipated games coming out. I'm excited for God of War. I'm excited to at least learn more about Last of Us 2. I don't know if we're actually going to get Fingers it. Fingers crossed, maybe. Yeah. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Far Cry. There's so much. You've got a list right there. Yeah, I'm there. looking here. Uh, Days, Days Gone. Gone a Way these. Out. Yeah, uh, Anthem's listed there. I don't think that's coming out in 2018. Unlikely. Spider-Man. Yeah, State of Decay 2. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. Just kidding. <laughs> that's not good. I'm interested in Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Uh, Crackdown, I'm curious to see what they do with yeah. it. Uh, Metal Gear Side. Survive. Everyone's new, looking forward new, to that. New oh. Darksiders. Uh, Nino Kuni 2. There's a lot of very promising stuff for 2018. Um, I have my fingers crossed it'll be a good year that loot boxes will... Uh, become a thing of the past and, and die away, maybe, look, we can all be hopeful. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> and that this, I thought, you know, 2017, in terms of overall lineup, really felt like such a strong year, one of the strongest in recent memory, in spite of some of the missteps that a couple of major franchises made. Mm -hmm. But 2018 could blow us all away. I hope so. So, fingers crossed for that one. All right, that is it for this episode and this year. In English, please. Happy New Year. <laughs> so uh, we'll be back in 2018 with more episodes, more games, and uh, hopefully we'll stick to those resolutions of ours. If you're a Rooster Teeth First member, please check out a new game plus exclusively on the website uh, where we answer uh, a bunch of your questions and we talk about the topics that you tell us you want to hear from us about. If you are listening to this episode on a podcast service, please leave the show a review so that other people can find it and enjoy it as well. If you are watching this, Give us a nice old thumbs up and let us know in the comments what game was your personal game of the year. It uh, doesn't have to be the, the <coughs> best game from any particular standpoint. Just what engaged you the most. And also, if you have any resolutions to become a better gamer in 2018. And then we will see you all next year to talk about it. Bye. 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 Bye.